0: I'll be playing. I'll be playing. Hey, hey
1: baby. Hello, and welcome to the fifth season of Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. I'm Mark Mayfield, the editorial advisor with the Office of Student Media. And with me is a guest, ho- guest, guest host, permanent host who's been here four of these five years now. Andrew Deere, who's coordinator of facility operations for University Recreation, and Andrew, we have a great new host joining us for this season, Meredith Cummings, who is an instructor in the Department of Journalism and Creative Media and director of Scholastic Media, and Meredith, it's great to have you here. Hey y'all,
0: good to be here. Yeah, I wasn't
2: doing anything, so, you know, I thought I'd just grab my pearls and my yellow hammer come on down <laughs> and hang out with you guys and see what's happening in the skybox.
3: We're yeah. excited to have you. Thanks.
2: I'm well you know, it's
3: uh we hadn't talked about this much, but you truly are an upgrade from Adam Starrett. Absolutely. <laughs> this is a poor Adam. Yeah, Thank the, you so much. The skybox so just kidding. got <laughs> taken to the next level. Thank you. And <laughs> I hope Adam hears this.
1: And we should add an upgrade from us as well. Right. <laughs> <All> we, <yeah. laughs> well, y'all can just blame me for
2: anything that goes wrong. I'll be the person you try to totally blame Adam if things go wrong. Uh, you're here, you're class enough to same. join already,
1: Meredith. Ah. We really appreciate this. Uh, Thank you for having me. I'm
2: excited to be
0: here. It's
1: going to be a fun year. You've always, yeah. Andrew, I don't know if you've noticed, but Meredith has already started. She's outdoing us on our big board.
0: Yeah. Uh, you
1: know, and outdoing Dr. George Brown, too, I should mention, George, who was a founder with us of Fearless Picks and Skybox. And uh, uh, Meredith, you picked on uh, last. Uh, uh, let's see. What night was it? It was, it was Thursday. No, no, Saturday. 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 Last Saturday. We opened the, the, the kind of the opening B weekend, not the A weekend opening. But uh, you picked uh, Hawaii over Arizona. The rest of us picked Arizona.
2: Yeah, Hawaii really came through for me. I was excited. Um, I have friends that have their daughter at Hawaii right now, um, and I've been paying attention. And I just don't know what all the hoopla was about. People seem very surprised by this, and I. I always thought Hawaii was going to win. Last year they were overall eight and six, and Arizona was
0: five and seven,
1: and I just didn't think Arizona. I, I just thought Hawaii was going to pull it out, and they did. Well, you did. It was. Uh, I didn't watch that game. I watched a replay of the last play. Well, wait, Mark, you're saying you didn't, man, man you didn't? My man, my Tate. didn't watch your Heisman front runner? <laughs> yeah, Lil Tate. Tate? Really? Mm-hmm. Yep, I had him winning the Heisman three years ago, <laughs> two years ago. When, I don't know. He's been playing for 20 years, right? <laughs> But uh, he almost, did way. you see that? He ran, he would have tied the game. He ran uh, uh, about 30 yards on the last play of the game down to like the one-yard line, and they stopped him short. Yeah, it was incredible. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, it was so, you know.
3: uh, back to uh, Meredith, I, I, want, I would like the viewers to know that you are already out doing this. You've got your laptop up. I do. You got your notes. Yeah,
2: I have my notes. It's like oh. a I war with room with charts and graphs, and I've got it all. I'm very research oriented. I don't think I come at picks like a lot of people do. I don't. I leave it all behind. I wipe the slate clean at the beginning of the okay. season. I'm not a recruiting fanatic like a lot of people are. I just wait. I mean, you know, things change. Look what happened this week at Alabama. So. You yeah. never
3: know. Yeah, we'll definitely yeah. get into that later. Yeah. Um, which is uh, interesting stuff on the Alabama front. Yeah, are you um, going to
1: go and play linebacker? I they heck, they need me right now. <laughs> yeah, they? they might. They might. Yeah, they yeah.
3: Uh, they need me. But um, exciting slate of games today. Uh, we forgot to mention that it is a beautiful day here in Tuscaloosa. Absolutely. Unfortunately, Lovely. the Tide are playing in Atlanta, um, which it is probably not as beautiful over in Atlanta. I'm sure I haven't checked the weather yet, but uh, it's exciting yeah. game today. And really, you know, I. I would like to say that there's a lot of exciting games today, but there's really not. If we're being honest with each other, yeah. Yeah. which is why we're in the skybox, we can be honest with each that's other, right? right. That's right. Um, but uh, Mark, what are some games that you're looking at today that you really are excited well, about?
1: You know, the one I'm really excited about is Auburn and Oregon. Yeah. I uh, I can't wait to see that game, and we'll make our picks later. But uh, that's a that's a major game right there to start the season off. It yeah. is, and
3: um, honestly, like I said, it's honestly the only. It's the only. Big time game, I think yeah. you can say, that's going to happen. You could put Duke and Alabama in there, but I feel like we all know what's going to happen. Um, All right. So, Meredith, what game are you looking at that really gets you going? Oh, you know, I was get gonna you going to say the
2: same thing. That's the <laughs> yeah. one I'm really excited about. I was just up at the Ducks Stadium. Oh, and really? And so, uh, I mean, there's nobody there but me.
1: Awesome. Well, <laughs> How is they're it, They're a well, little bit you know,
2: nuts up there. I've you never know? been to Oregon.
1: I've never been to Oregon. I've been to Washington State, never oh, been to Oregon's beautiful. Uh, Oregon.
2: I yeah. just uh, did my usual drive around the country, 5,000 plus miles. Yeah. And the Ducks was one of the many stadiums I stopped at. And, um, the people up there are just great. The state is beautiful, mm-hmm. but I continually underestimate that football team, and then I'm surprised, and then I'm surprised that I'm surprised. You know? yeah. So I yeah. have to get used to that. But the stadium itself is nice. I mean, you know, it's no Brian Denny, but what is, right?
1: Right. Yeah, that's true. Well, they win a lot in that stadium. I know they, they haven't – uh, the last couple of years they haven't won quite as much, but they, they've got a good team this year, it sounds mm-hmm. like, and they've mm-hmm. been building that program back again. So, right, it's yeah. exciting. It's supposed uh, to be really loud during a game
2: there. I see where it would be. I can see that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah Mario Belli-esque. Cristobal,
3: they, they like him. He's got it rolling. He uh, – Depending on what Willie Taggart does, and you know he's my guy. He's a WK oh, yeah, guy. No, Depending no, on no, what no, Willie no. does at Florida State. He's, he's a red drummer. right. Yeah. Or, Oregon could say that they got the <laughs> uh, that. Right. Right. big red mark. Yeah, we'll big red. we talk red. about Sorry. it off camera. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, looking what – depends on what Willie does this year at Florida State. Oregon fans might wipe their brow and say, Whew. Yeah, Like, we, you know, we, we dodged a bullet there. And I hate to say that because, like I said, Willie – Willie's my guy, but it uh he had a tough year at Florida State last year and I think Oregon fans are actually excited about Crystal Ball and excited about this team. Um Herbert's back at quarterback and so they, they, they should be pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah. That should be. That should be really good. Well there are other you know, there are other games that are meaningful. You know, sure. the Boise State, Florida State is is an interesting that normally would have been a huge game, you know, if both those teams were uh, five years ago, uh, right. you know, Florida State, especially been down. Um, but it's it's kind of a hard pick, you know, um,
3: it is a hard pick, and not that this game is exciting at all. Another one of those is South Carolina versus North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like every year we come in here and we look at we look at Will must champs team and we say, I don't know what the heck's gonna. Well, what's going to happen with them? Are they going to be eight and four, seven and five, or are they going to go nine and three? So, um, you know, and that with with Mac Brown at the helm at UNC now, who knows how much energy he, he's injected into that team, and um, who really knows if the roster is, is is good enough to win a game there? But I just, I guess I say that because I just really have no idea what UNC is <laughs> going to be about this year, and we re, we never know what you USC is going to be about. So. There we go. Yeah. Um, Not that this is going to be a good game, but FAU at Ohio State, the Lane Kiffin uh, storyline is always excited. He's tweeting that people come to the the FAU still, which I think is hilarious. He is, (laughs) yeah. So, yeah, that should be good. Ohio State, uh, you know, they're loaded. They're loaded again, and they're excited. But we'll see what uh, Ryan Day's got for them.
1: Well, without, you know, without Urban Meyer at at Ohio State as well, it's going to be interesting this year, you know, and how's that going to work out? You know, exactly, I think it's affected them a little in the ratings, starting off. But you know, the ratings don't mean anything right now. They're still up there, you know. But I don't, I don't, I don't they don't mean a thing.
3: How about her being at the Florida Miami game in a in a, in a,
1: in a, in in a gator polo? That was funny. I know. I know. I know. that's one for. I wonder what Adam thought about that. Right, we, we, we <laughs> Adam is Adam not a, a Florida. Adam
2: ga- give us his thoughts on
1: that. Right, yeah. Adam has a Ohio State connection. He's definitely not a Florida fan. He calls it the team from Alashua County. That's right. The Gator, uh, uh, the Lizards is yeah, what he calls them. The Lizard. The, lizards, right. the
3: uh, Twitter was created for moments like that when you see it Urban really Meyer in a Gator polo. Yes, I could. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not a big Florida fan either. Um, But I'm reminded constantly that my boss is from Florida, my department chair, and uh, came from Florida. Lots of my friends are there. I used to live there, so I have to be very careful with them.
3: Right. My best friend in the world works at Florida, and I still tell her I hate them, So it's okay. Yeah, I just yeah. don't. This is
2: why yeah. I hate orange, Florida, Auburn, Tennessee. Orange is just yeah. a worthless color. <laughs> I think,
1: yeah, I think Florida and Georgia are. Now I like Georgia. I've got relatives that go there, and uh, my wife went there. So I, but I uh, also, but the. Uh, but Florida and Georgia are programs, they're big universities, and if they get on a roll, they it's kind of difficult to deal with their Go fans. You've <laughs> you seen know, especially Kirby, Florida
3: though. I you've think. seen what Kirby Smart's been able to do with Georgia. They were a sleeping giant. Everyone knew that. And and he has brought that out. And it's just it's yeah. they have been an absolute force the past two years, I guess. So yeah, um, yeah it's it's I guess exciting, um, but as, as an Alabama supporter, not as exciting, I guess, as uh, most other college football fans think. Yeah. So...
2: Yeah. I love that Mark said their fans are difficult to deal with Are we the pot or the kettle? you know well, we're, we're totally well of course I'm a little
1: biased on that subject. <laughs> we're obnoxious yes. let's just let's uh, I mean it, we have to admit put it out that there. Totally obnoxious you that's know, it's people hate us there's no question about it but uh, hey they only hate you when you're good. You that's know? right otherwise they love you right so that's right uh, well uh,
3: yeah thank you thank you for joining us in the skybox on another Saturday morning. Uh, we will be back with uh, Savannah Bullard. Uh, We're excited to have Savannah in the studio, so you are listening to 90.7 The Capstone. Hi, I'm Mayor Walt Maddox, and you're listening to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone.
2: Back, you are in the skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. We are here with Savannah Bullard as our guest today. Savannah is the editor of the Crimson White student newspaper at the University of Alabama. We're happy to have you here.
4: Welcome. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Welcome. How are um, how are things at the CW these days? Things are going really great. We've made a lot of different changes going on, Um, we're really trying to overhaul the digital platforms, making sure that our web content is good and up to date, and also working on social media, making sure that we're having frequent and consistent and very good quality posts. Um, Those are the main things that we've been working on. And then the print edition, just putting out best design, making sure that we're, you know, doing really good work, doing good ethical work, and just reporting the news. What's been the most fun thing so far about being CW Editor? Honestly, one of the little things that I love the most is during productions, being able to tell an editor that they can go home. You never see somebody so happy when it's like 10 o'clock at night and you say, all your pages are done, go home. Um, that's the best, but also just being able to call the shots and then when you pick up the paper the next day and you're looking at it and you see all the work that you put so many hours into the night before and the week before, it's really great. And just seeing all of those people come together and really care about the product Um, it just warms my heart to then have that tangible product in my hand and just seeing like a good sign of our good work.
2: How's the uh, student body received your work
4: so far? We've actually been doing a lot of really interesting reporting and we've gotten a lot of good feedback from it. Um, I can tell that we definitely have a good consistent um, basis of readers who like to come to us and tell us what's going on and how they feel about it. Uh, I was actually talking to our opinions editor the other day. He said that he's got so many columnists who want to submit. We're constantly having submissions from students who want to talk about things that they care about and we're still trying to you know, get the word out there, get our follower count up and things like that. We're looking for more followers on Instagram and Facebook mostly, our Twitter's doing pretty well. Um, but just making sure that we can keep doing the good work that we're doing and then have it being received is a great feeling. What's that Instagram handle? Instagram is thecrimsonwhite, that's also our Twitter and you can find us on Facebook at thecrimsonwhite.
2: I'm so happy to have Savannah here. Um, Full disclosure, I've known Savannah since she was a freshman in high school Mm. and was doing journalism at the program at Sparkman High School in Harvest. So shout out to Sparkman folks who might be listening. And she's just a joy to have in the classroom, just a joy as a student. And I think she's doing a slamming job as a CW editor. But, you know, I'm totally biased because I've known her for a long time.
3: No, Mark, that's what your professors would have said about you as a student, right? Oh, yeah, (laughs) of course. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm sure, yeah.
0: (laughs) I feel
2: feel a little left out. Savannah came in here in her in her crimson and white, and Uh, Mark's over there. Y'all can't see him, but he's got a a red elephant shirt, and Andrew's got the A, and I'm wearing blue. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Somebody left me out of the memo.
1: That's right. You're being the objective (laughs) journalist today. The rest of us are homers today. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. No question about it. So. Well, you know, I and Savannah, you got a great sports group this year, you know, covering you know, the two Jameses and the gang. James Squared, you know? I call yeah. it. James Squared. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. I've got to right. shout
4: out James Ogletree and James Benedetto. They have been amazing with not only running the sports test, but also just teaching me sports. I worked with James Benedetto at WVUA-23, a TV station over in Brian Denny, along with Ben Stansel, who's the managing editor of the paper. Right. And they talk so much sports, and they watch so much sports. And just being able to kind of listen to them and tune in and learn about all this stuff, it makes it a lot easier, first of all, when I'm editing because I know what they're saying. And then also just being able to appreciate, you know, what they put their life's blood into. So I really appreciate those guys. I'm concerned Savannah's going to
2: kill us on the picks now. Like, she's going to do
1: really she's well. She's probably done some this. intel she hadn't told oh, us well, about. Yeah. I walked us, in here you know. with
3: zero notes, so I feel pretty good about
1: myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the yeah. skybox way. That's right. <laughs> you know, that's we right. literally had people walk in with all these pages and pages of stuff, and we kick them right out. We're like, that's not fair, and we don't, you know. And then right. uh,
2: Andrew literally uh, uh, has his picks written in. Yeah, I
3: can
1: see yeah. the sheet next to me. They're written in. I, so I will say, I won last year. last year. I was going to say, Andrew won our picks year year yeah. so yeah that's right I can show you
4: these will be definitely very very random has yeah. got the swagger there yeah. are
3: a couple on here that I'm looking that the the other crew I guess has put their picks in already including our guy George Brown Shout out to, yeah, to George um and I'm excited to talk about a few of these that you' yeah kind we'll get into that later yeah and let's see if Savannah goes with you all on those as well
1: we'll see we'll see you know we're not that th- we th- we're kind of you know our, our thing is fearless picks you know if you sky by the way follow us on Skybox Twitter, at Fearless Picks. Uh, you know, we're, there's probably more like fearful picks, fearful. you know, uh, but uh, every now and then we do get fearless and pick an underdog, and um, we don't typically get it right, but hey, every now and then we do get one right. Do you know, so.
2: Mark and Andrew say, yeah. when people don't know football, it's more fun. The picks yeah. are more fun, because they're unfair. Mm-hmm.
1: It you is. know,
4: unpredictable and surprising. Yeah, absolutely it's true. Absolutely. And when you get them right, and sometimes when you get them right your sports <laughs> editors don't get them right, I mean, it's I a good know, feeling. You're right face. Feeling. Exactly. I know.
1: Okay. That's great. And I noticed you invited Dr. Stephen Hood to be the guest picker next week, right? Yes. So yes. He, Dr.
4: Hood's been great.
1: He was our first guest ever. We said this is a fifth year. He was our first guest ever on this show. We
3: might, uh, yeah. We might see an appearance in the skybox again. For we might five? see him again, From yeah.
1: And he's pretty good at picks. I will say that he's uh, he, so knows he knows he didn't his football. Scare him
2: off. He's coming back. Yeah, who to you
1: guys? Yeah, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. So, you know, and you know, we'll have to give an award to the best guest picker this year when mm-hmm. it's over with. So we'll figure out what that's gonna.
4: I mean, be. I know I'm the first, but. We already know it's going to be me. Don't even worry. <laughs>
3: no I'm too excited, In the past, that's a firm handshake and a pat on the back. <laughs> right, right, So uh, uh, This
1: year we might get the little squeegee elephant or something <laughs> so to know. give us a guess. You know, to give us a is uh, really <laughs> Right, right.
2: <laughs> I guess picked last year, and I honestly don't remember at all what I did, how I did. I have oh. no recollection. We'll have to look we'll back. We'll say you did I great. Yeah, yeah, we'll have
1: to we'll do see. that. We'll, we'll do that. Well, um, CW, you know, you got uh, you got a full issue, full year for all actually you got a full semester, but you got a spring semester as well. Mm-hmm. So you've just started, you know, I know it's always interesting with the print issue of the C W kinda of the countdown of when it's about to be your last issues and all that. Uh, and that comes before you know it. But uh, you're just getting started, everything seems to be fine and uh, yeah, you are making deadlines too, which is good. Mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's all going going well. But uh uh, I guess you know with the crimson white I don't know Stephen Hood was in here last night in the newsroom kind of uh, he, he brought pizza which is great right he
4: really knows and his way to our heart that's he knew to come in with pizza but
1: you know he told me it's interesting and I don't think he'd mind me saying this he said you know after as we're walking out he said you know the, it's, it's incredible what they're doing here you know in terms of they're here uh, working till midnight on the midnight deadline on these twice a week on Sunday evenings and Wednesday evenings uh getting the paper out and they care about what they're doing and uh i've always said because i was on the cw eons ago that well you were that
3: in in the early 50s uh, in the <laughs> 40s okay. yeah
1: okay. <laughs> oh,
0: no,
2: i was no. in the cw stuff just a decade ago there you go yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, i'm a 70s guy well late 70s okay i'll mm-hmm. do that but uh yeah when when the bear was here but uh uh, but, you know, he, he made a point about the dedication of this group, and I really mean that. It's uh, it's amazing the, the time and effort that you all put in, and uh, uh, I just think the process is wonderful.
4: Well, I think that's the thing about that is a lot of people don't realize the amount of work that we do put in because, I mean, they, you know, they just kind of look at it as the student paper, but we are in here all the time, and, you know, we've got sports reporters who are asking, you know, Nick Saban questions at pressers and traveling to games. And we've got news reporters who are going to the city council meetings and investigating and filing FOIA requests and things like that. And our culture reporters who are reaching out to bands and getting talked and you know, being able to talk to really good names and, you know, really just kind of let people into Tuscaloosa. And then we're all doing this on a midnight deadline and two days a week and also with daily uh, web content, and that's all on top of classes and other jobs. So, I mean, we really do operate like a full-blown news, you know, organization. So everything that we're doing is very professional, and we're really proud of the work that we do. So when we see p- people pick them up, we may, you know, freak out a little bit because we love it so much. But that's because we love the CW so much. Yeah. yeah.
2: As a journalism professor, I do, I do feel like the student body um, undervalues sometimes the crimson white and what the work that's being done. Um, because it's such great work. And it is one of the best papers in the country. It consistently. Is. It over is. time. And it's only getting better. And I'm excited Savannah's yeah. there to lead it.
1: Yeah, I think this group this year is amazing. I think you've already broken a lot of news. I believe it's uh, you're aggressively going after news and information. You know, the the biggest, the greatest part of the Crimson White is information, you know, and delivering that. And sometimes there's breaking news, but always there's information that students need. And you're doing mm-hmm. a great job of it.
4: Yeah, the whole staff is wonderful.
1: Yeah, so that's... Uh, uh, you know, uh, again, a tribute to your whole group. And, uh, uh, you know, in one show, we should just get them all gathered in here and get a pick.
4: Oh, man. I that. We'll that just fill the room with Group them.
2: pick.
1: Yeah, why it's not? It's not
2: a large room. You can't see it, but it's not large. It would be like a clown car. <laughs> it right
1: would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> it <laughs> would. We're in a phone booth, everybody. Yeah.
2: Well, Savannah, thank you so much for being here. Um, we're going to take a break, but you are listening to Skybox on 90.7 The
0: Capstone. Of- Hi, I'm Sarah Patterson, and you're listening to the Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone.
3: Welcome back to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Um, I know, I feel like we say this just about every week of every year, but uh, it's Saturday morning and campus is, even though the game is in Atlanta, the Thursday and Friday campus has been crawling with people excited about Alabama football. Uh, it's always I've, I've got goosebumps just thinking about it, uh, and I, I'm I'm dead serious. The it just it's always so exciting to get football started. There's like always this little edge of uh, nervousness and anxiety, but in a good way. Uh, so I just want to hear y'all's thoughts on what campus was like the past couple of days and what, um, you know, what what it's like here in Tuscaloosa before games actually start.
2: Well, Savannah and I live close to campus, really, uh, and it's always interesting it's like an it becomes an obstacle course when the RVs start rolling in and you know you, you gotta <laughs> yeah. it's like playing Frogger if anyone remembers that video game in real time like you're just trying to get around here and it gets crowded and I know my parking lot gets blocked off um and it's difficult but it's fun because you feel the buzz in the air and it's just you know and I walk when I walk outside on a game day and I do smell barbecue every game day when I walk outside. I get really excited about oh, that because I know what's happening. And I'm a vegetarian, so that's saying something. <laughs> really? it <laughs> is saying I am, yeah. but I get really – I did used to eat meat, and I love the smell of it. So, like, I love the way it smells and feels on game day. It's fantastic. It's yeah. really fun. Yeah, it's um, great. But I do wonder, people that don't go to Atlanta – and I know a lot of my students can't afford to go to Atlanta um, – no. What do they do around here, Savannah? You're young. What? About...
4: Yeah. Well, as a matter of fact, I am not going to Atlanta because I really enjoy the weekend and I would like to have one. Um, so I'm just gonna chill at home. I mean, when I don't go to the away games, normally there's usually a shindig, a cookout, a watch party, or something you know to that effect to watch. Um, and I sometimes value those a little bit more than going to the games, just because it's a little bit more relaxed. I mean being able to just kind of hang out with your friends, being able to hear everybody, air conditioning, truly invaluable. Yeah. Um so it's honestly a normal time. Just a good watch party usually does mean. We have a friend yeah. that says the temperature on my couch is always
1: perfect. And yeah. That is true. <laughs> yeah. And this is um, a long weekend, Labor Day, yeah. It's like it's uh mm-hmm. the I'm a wearing my white
2: shoes for the last time, y'all. I'm
1: yeah. a very, yeah. you gotta, gotta get southern in Southern woman. In woman get, about, get in yeah. while you can. Mm-hmm. And, uh, hey, it's nice to have football. I mean, you know, I I don't – we say this every year, but it seemed like it's so long between the seasons this time. And so uh, a long summer, and it's nice to to have football and be able to sit back and watch and do nothing but watch. Unfortunately, I – I have things that have to be done around the house, but uh, mm-hmm. I'd rather just be sitting on the sofa watching.
2: Andrew it. can come do those things for
1: you. Yeah, well, come on up. <laughs> we're <laughs> celebrating my grandmother's 100th birthday
3: this weekend. Wow. Oh, yeah, Shout out yeah, to yeah, Pearl Ann, Ann Tippins. Absolutely. She's She's 100 on Saturday. Pearl Ann's birthday, Ann.
4: birthday, Pearl Ann. Ann. Yeah,
3: she, uh, so but, well, I'll be with the family, but I can guarantee you that I will be locked in on the couch, and if anybody wants to come talk to me, they'll have to watch football. Oh, yeah. So sure. that, that's, that, that's, that's just what well, that's going to be. That's great. And if
2: i may, since we're doing shout outs it is my parents 55th anniversary so shout out to Larry and Carol Cummings in Springville happy anniversary Larry and Carol because they're my parents and they have to that's (laughs)
1: That's right that's fantastic congrats (laughs) (laughs) wonderful that's right Um, talking
3: about the you said you said your friend always says the temperature is perfect on the couch. I think it's always interesting to see that trend go from you know people actually going to the game to sitting, to to choosing to be home in front of a big screen where you can get food and use the restroom and you know buy some cheaper beers if you want and, and do all all of those different things. And uh, I think college athletic departments um, or athletic administration is going to be battling that, or they're battling it now, but it's actually going to become more p- prevalent in the future. Um, so I, I, just, the, the game day atmosphere is interesting, especially in August and September yeah. and October in the South, it's miserable outside. Um, and if you don't have those premium seats where you can go up and get some, get some food or get some air conditioning, it's, uh, you know, to some folks it's easier to just stay at home. It is. Yeah. And,
2: and for me, yeah. I like to flip channels. You know, I like to go back and forth between all the games. Right. so I can not miss things and see, see what's happening there. Um, but having said that we do have a healthy, uh, strip, Scene going yes. on here. Oh, yeah. uh, I know Egan's is always open early. There's always people there, right, right. and all up and down the strip, it's um, it's not quiet on game mornings even. Yeah, you know, right. the
4: game's not until the afternoon, but people right. are out. They're there. Yeah, and yeah. you just you can't discount the just absolute game experience just going mm-hmm. to Bryant Denny and being immersed in it especially being a student we pack ourselves like sardines into that student <laughs> section because yeah. we want the best seats right next to the end zones and so i mean some some really hardcore fans will say that the heat strokes just part of it you know that's just part of the crimson tide way and to those people i say roll tide but I also know that the administration, UA Athletics and, you know, Brian Denny, they've been making a lot of changes to hopefully curb that by allowing us to bring in empty water bottles to fill up and having those hydration stations um, and the other things that they're implementing. Hopefully lowering the cost of water would be nice. Thanks. (laughs) But they're doing the best that they can. And I really appreciate the efforts that they've made to be able to do that and just you know, being on the couch and, you know, having your barbecue right in front of you and it being air-conditioned and flipping through the channels, all that's great. But at the end of the day, nothing beats just, you know, a good old-fashioned game in Bryant Denny.
3: I, I agree. And for the record, I'd like y'all to know, I will slather on the sunscreen and mm-hmm. I will risk a heat stroke to be at the game. I just mm-hmm. – it's one of my personal favorite things. So – Yeah. But, you know, for the casual fan, do you want to do that? It's It's – you know, it's I a did. I did
2: do that for years, and now I think I'm good. You know, I go yeah. once in a while, but I, I'm happy. Yeah. And I have a lot of friends talking about these destination games. So, for example, Atlanta, Charlotte, North Carolina. You know, all these, and how the. Um, I have friends that get a little. A little ticked about that. They want the games at home or in places that need the you know, that need the economic boost. But I mean, let's face it, Atlanta's a big place, and lots of Bama loves in Atlanta. Lots, yeah. So there's absolutely plenty of fans there for sure. Well, it's
1: like a uh, home game. They keep winning over there. I think since Saban's been here, Atlanta. The, that, there was first the Georgia Dome, now the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, but the. Uh, I think Bama's about what eight and one in that game. And that, the only game they've ever lost there was that first Florida game. You know with Tebow's the year Tebow won the national championship. Oh, yeah, they lost championship. That one. yeah, they beat him the next year, but and they haven't lost since then. And we like that to was consider in, Brian, you know, Denny, a, uh, Brian Denny,
4: Brian uh, Denny East, if Brian you will. Denny
1: yeah, <laughs> Mercedes-Benz yeah. Stadium. Yeah, so that's a, it's like a home stadium over there, and it's a quick trip for Bama fans. Although I do know a lot of people actually not going, and I don't know if that's because of Duke. I was, I uh, you was gonna know, ask, but Do y'all
3: think it's the it's it is Duke being a, a program that has been better in years past historically? I think Mark, you, like I said, you worked for the CW in 1950. Yeah. You could probably tell us this.
0: <laughs> Duke historically is yeah. one of the Four worst.
3: Is one of the worst Power Five teams in America, yeah. but now Cutcliffe has had some success and they've gotten much better. But, yeah. like, is it the opponent or is it Alabama just, like, killing everybody game one always? Like, what is well, I guess, what is it about people that don't, you don't have to uh, yeah. be there? This it's, is a game that you don't have to be at. Yeah, and, yeah and that's,
1: it's, it's both. You know, Duke does have, like, Wallace Wade was a great great coach here, won Rose Bowls, you know, went to, uh, left Bama to go to Duke. So the name yeah. of that Wallace stadium is yeah. Wallace Wade Stadium. Absolutely. So Bama does have a really strong connection. And Steve this was, Spurrier played there, yeah, or well, no, was coached there? Coach there yeah, and did well there, you know. And right. I uh, and Kukliff's a good coach, and this team can score points. And I think you know, I think they're better, much better than they used to be right. in that interim between Wade being there and you know, a long time ago in the 30s, forties, thirties, I guess is when he went there. But the. Uh, uh, but then they have not been that great. They're a basketball school. I'm know? telling
2: you, I was about to say the same thing. I used to live in Raleigh and would often go to Duke and Chapel Hill. And um, I actually lived right on the NC State campus. But I cannot get past that in my head. It's always going to be a basketball school. Same thing with UNC. I can't get over it. I can't get that um, that mental block. I just can't get past it to and think of them as University a University of Kentucky
3: basketball. deals with the same thing. Yeah, uh, yeah that's they, true. They won 10 games last year and it's... If They could, they could win 10 games for 50 straight years, and that's a basketball I school. I was telling yeah. Andrew
2: earlier, I love Kentucky. I, I always pick Kentucky. Well, not always. I pick Kentucky this week, though. Not that we're talking about that game, I don't think. But I had um, relatives that played for Kentucky, so I must root for the Wildcats when, when possible. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a basketball school, too. I can't get past that. Yeah. And so I think it's a combination of both of those things. Um, yeah. it's it, It's not a game that you have to be at. However, you can't. You know, leave out that social aspect—just being right. at the game, seeing your friends. Let's face it, partying and having fun—that's everybody needs that like weekend release. There are very difficult issues in the world, and football is just one fun way to do something and have fun on the weekend. And
3: it and being games. the first game, I think, makes it more sure. exciting than it would if mm-hmm. this were week three or four. If this were week three or four, I feel like it wouldn't be as. Uh, people wouldn't be as excited about it, but it's the first one. And I think, like you said, the social aspect is huge, especially those that live in Atlanta, those Alabama alum and fans that, that live in Atlanta and in Georgia. Um, and I think we talk about this every time, but I love that Mercedes-Benz Stadium has the cheaper uh, concession stand. So I, I wish yes. that everybody would adopt that. I right. think it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like You said you talked about cheaper water. That would be great if mm-hmm. uh, Brian Denny and other college Really, every other stadium could adopt that type of policy. Yeah,
4: well, and let me tell you, we we just covered this in our most recent game day issue of the CW. Uh, James Ogletree did a really great feature talking to, you know, uh, Coach Cutcliffe over there at Duke and about some of their offensive strategies that they've got coming. And, I mean, we like to talk a lot of smack about them just being a basketball school, but I think it's going to be really interesting being able to see maybe how much smaller the gap is than what is to be expected and that, you know, their offensive line may, you know, give us a little bit of a run for our money, but... I mean, I don't think there's any question that we'll be okay.
3: Uh, in the, I guess, five five years that this has shows me going on, the four years I've been here, no one's ever picked against Alabama, and I don't see it happening maybe until the end of the year, possibly. Right, so right, we'll, right. Oh,
2: no, we have a commandment. The
3: 11th right. commandment in our house <laughs> right. is
2: thou shalt not bet against the tide. Right. and I
3: live right. by that commandment. And, sure. right. it's a, that's,
1: a good, that's a good one to live by. Yeah, it's true. We came close in an Ole Miss game one time. We should have. That's one of the ones they lost. Ben right. Dead. No, we didn't, a do of fluke it. Plays we didn't pull the home. trigger on that. it, and honestly, it.
3: looking back, if we knew what we were doing, we should have picked Clemson, too. Oh, so. yes, of course. Yeah. But, um, yeah. that's, we did that, say we were let's worried not dwell about on the it, past, that, yeah, I even know. though I did win last year. Yes, you did, you won the whole <laughs> year, there's
1: no question about it. I won the year before, I am throwing Oh, uh, right. you did, you died. George, George won about the first three years, though. I right. like. A long
3: George hour. is slipping up there. I guess they got him working too hard in Minnesota. You know.
1: I think <laughs> so. Golden I Gofers. don't know. That's right. I feel he's,
2: like we need an empty chair in honor of George. I know uh, the George
1: chair. George, George's George sending us intel though. He is doing that. Yeah, know. he is. He's, he's, he's sending that, us very no. long emails. Right, he is, which is great. Keep it coming, George. We, we love, love you. Well, those you know? that
2: don't know George, he's now the is it assistant provost or some uh, Yeah, assistant,
1: assistant is, provost. associate provost. a large title. I'm sorry, George,
2: but you're very important. I can't remember the title. Director and director
1: of recreation for University of Minnesota. Yeah, exactly.
3: Which is which is why. He's slipping on his picks. And so I hope yeah. he hears this. Well, he's a
1: busy guy, but, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know. George knows his football, though. That's he's no up there rowing the it. boat. We do know that. Well, he's our Big Ten correspondent, too. <laughs> so there's no doubt. We, we'll get him on the show by phone here uh, this year and because uh, uh, he's got intel better than most of us. so. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know. But, hey, you know, with Bama in Atlanta, uh, you know, it is uh, the campus uh, is quiet, you know. But it's going to be next weekend is the first home game weekend. And uh, that's, that's when, when it will get a little crazy around. That's
3: here. when you'll see the RVs start to creep in and the parking lot across from the rec center. Yeah. And uh, that's when it will really start ramping up. The, the quad will... You know, tents will start going up Friday night in the quad, and it'll be it'll be here before we know it. I'm telling
2: know. you, these luxury RV folks, who I greatly admire. I mean, right. I, this is right. the life that I come Big time. Oh, yeah, I no. did a magazine story once on luxury RVs. Some of these RVs are nicer than where I live. <laughs> and i want to be there like yeah. we need to just go, go befriend hey, we I, need
1: to do, befriend someone and do a tub. live show out there i think yes. you and isabel should do one of your around the country trips in an rv
2: you know I have, I, I have been trying to sell to that. that to her Isabel's is my yeah. daughter those of you who don't know she's a, a ua hybrid student that's hard to explain we'll t- talk about that later but um <laughs> we always do cross-country trips and i would love to do an rv cross-country trip That'd be great. it'd be fun to do in the fall um, yeah, so Dr. You to, if I could just have the fall off to travel in an RV <laughs> to all the games,
3: that would be good. Yeah. <laughs> do you yeah. get to enjoy, I've always, this is a question I always want to ask, do you get to enjoy the RV if you have to drive the RV? I,
2: no, I would hire a driver.
3: There you go. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so, so you would do it right.
1: Driving the RV would be fine yeah. as parking at a restaurant would be a problem. Right. And that, when funny. you have to stop, that would be the problem. Right. I have yeah. parallel, yeah.
2: parallel parking issues already. I can't oh, imagine in nice. an RV. Yeah. Oh,
1: oh.
0: <laughs> <Just laughs> I
2: <trying to>, <laughs> have to find a field yeah. to just stick it in somewhere. Under an overpass somewhere and just leave it. Not
1: that. Right. I want to see a movie where they parallel park an RV because that would be funny. And, I, and somebody's done oh, this stuff. I've the, got People it. have to do it. There's something.
2: an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine right. where they do the rv the rv spins around like hot rod style and it ends up in the parallel spot and it's the funniest thing i just love it so much
1: that's great (laughs) that's wonderful i well you know it's. i could add the
2: female perspective to this yes yes (laughs) no
1: question about it i was thinking of warren st john's book rammer jammer uh which uh is uh, of course it's a cheer here and it's uh used to be a great magazine but uh I think his book, he, he followed some of the RV mm-hmm. people around that time in that book, which, which was a really good book. Uh, so, you know, we'll have to do that again. That was good. I got him to sign my copy. Did coffee. he? he was yeah. campus and I was he's on He's a wonderful guy. He really is a great writer and a great journalist. So, that's uh, really good. Uh, okay, look, uh, we're going to take another short break here, and we're going to be right back with uh, beginning our Fearless Picks. You're listening to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone.
4: Paul about my favorite station in the world, 90.7, the Capstone.
2: Welcome back. You're listening to Skybox on 90.7, the Capstone, and it's time for Fearless Kicks. I'm very excited. My first week doing this. I'm ready. Uh, but before we get into this week's games, I just want to touch briefly on... Saturday, uh, last last week, and that Miami versus Florida game deserves just a quick bit of attention, I think. I thought Miami's offense was a dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> right, and that's right. putting it kindly. Right. Um, I don't know. I feel like, and also just, and I don't know if this bothered anybody else, but it really bugged me. Felipe Franks,
0: Florida mm-hmm. quarterback. Right.
2: I think it was him that was just sort of continuously in the he camera was. and all about... I don't know, that kind of thing. Sometimes it's fine, sometimes rubs me the wrong way, but I felt like he maybe shouldn't have been doing that at that moment. I agree. Um, who am I to judge? I'm not a football player. You know, what do I know? But I that game was rough. It was sloppy, and it was just difficult to watch.
3: I think yeah. one of the, the big things from last week was it was sloppy, um, and it was that, that, that big conversation around week zero is should, should they have it or yeah, should they not. Right, right. Really, the bigger conversation, should the SEC be playing in it? I, I, I subscribe to the fact that Week Zero is awesome um, because <laughs> sloppy football is still football, yeah. and I need yeah. football as soon as possible. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, it. It, you know, I I really hope Florida was the team last year that, you know, I, they beat LSU and then, you know, lost to – who did they lose to? Yeah. I they, don't know, somebody terrible last year. But, like, they, they could be the team that is um, – is really good one week and then and then bad the next. So right. they you just never know who they're gonna be. And Miami's got a new coach, Mark Rick retired, nice guy Rick. Right. Right. And nice Manny guy. Diaz He's is nice there guy. now and so it just it's very interesting to see what I guess week zero the, the bigger conversation is should there be a week zero. Yeah, I say yes. Uh,
2: I enjoyed Week Zero. because yeah. let me just say it one more time. I was undefeated in Week Zero. There you go. <laughs> yes,
3: you shout yes. uh, out to
2: the uh, pig. Those few games that was really rough. Just, but I, I enjoy enjoyed. It. It's like a, it's like a warm up. You yeah. Know? Right. It's like yeah. a, it's like the warm up guy on the you know gets right. the audience yeah. ready for the big stuff. I
0: enjoyed
1: right. it. Well, yeah. I agree with you about the Florida quarterback too. I thought, come on now, he's play, you know Miami in the past. You know, you take that game and you put it 20 years ago, and that's a huge game. But this is just the beginning. Neither of those teams—I know Florida preseason overrated at number eight or something. I was shocked they were even that high. But I, but I, you know, they're ranked high. But I thought it's the first game. He's acting like he just won the national championship okay. when he scores a touchdown. So he comes back by the way after that one thing on the sideline throws an interception, nearly lets them win the yeah. game, and yeah. they, they drop the ball after that because <laughs> that's what they do. Right. That's what both teams <laughs> did. That's their speciality. So many their specialty. Of is dropping the football one way or the other, I or throwing it, it, it to the other team. I lost yeah, yeah, but it was a sloppy game. But I agree, it's you know, it is week one. Sloppy's fine for it's 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 week zero, and sloppy is fine for week zero. Uh, and you, you know, know both it. of both of those teams will be decent. They'll improve from that game. There's no doubt. So, well, look, let's get into uh, today's games, and here in just a while at 11 a.m. we have. Uh, Hard pick, for me at least, I think. Ole Miss at Memphis, and uh, who are you all going with?
4: Well, I actually have a Crimson White here in front of me. I'm looking at the pick'ems that we do for the week, and that game's not on here, so I have no sports writers to uh, confer (laughs) with. Um, But I guess I'm going to go ahead and say Memphis. I'm just going to kind of go along with what's on the sheet here, and I feel like Memphis may be the best one. It seems like to be the popular one. Okay. Yeah,
2: I'm picking Memphis, too.
4: I feel like Ole Miss is going to be at
2: the bottom of the SEC West when all this is said and done. I And, you know, Savannah, if you don't have sports writers to confer with, you could do what 10-year-old Meredith did and just pick based on team colors. You know, yeah, what colors do
3: you have?
1: Absolutely. Andrew?
3: Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think Ole Miss is going to win. It's just hard. Oh, all right. Um, I feel like I'm cra- – do I feel right. like crazy y'all. or are y'all I, crazy? That's I, a little fearless. Have you been out in the heat already? <laughs> 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 I just – it when I don't I don't know much about Memphis. I'm going to be honest with our with our listeners. When I don't know much about a team, I I tend to go towards a team that's been more successful in the past. So yeah. that that's kind of where I'm at with Ole Miss. I know, I know that they've had a you know Matt Lucas there, and he's starting his second full year there. Uh, second full year, maybe yeah, yeah second full so. year. So yeah. um, they you know they've been fine. They were fine last year, but right. uh, if if they improve even a little bit, I think they win this game.
1: Well, in honor of Dr. Diane Bragg,
2: yes, I, was I have to choose
1: girl. Memphis. Yeah, uh, and uh, also, I think Memphis, you know, Memphis has been really good over the last few years. Um, they, uh, they usually have a very, very high potent offense. And I think, uh, I don't think Ole Miss is going to be able to stop them from scoring. And I believe Memphis is going to win that by, you know, a couple of touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, could be wrong, of course. Ole Miss is is a there's a real question about Ole Miss this year. You know the Luke is in now. He's got right. his program going, and and uh, you know I do think they'll do okay. But uh, I think they lose this opener, and uh, and then we got Kiffin. You know, uh, <laughs> Kiffin and at the shoe. Kiffin to, at the shoe. Come to the think? FAU. Yeah, Speaking he's he's Dr. all the way right. up at. Uh, <laughs> He's going to have his hands full with the Buckeyes today.
3: Yeah, I think the Buckeyes win. They win big. Uh, FAU probably is going to be one of the top teams in Conference USA, but that will not save you from a top five team in America. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so. Yeah, I picked the Ohio State University the, as well. the D. Yeah. They, they had the D the first. Yeah. Didn't <laughs> they, they tried <laughs> they to trademark the, the yeah, D, right? They had the yeah.
1: D. yeah. I'm like, uh, come on, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, uh, you know. In journalism, that you know, we we uppercase the D in UA too, the University of Alabama. Well, but it's jur- not the this, accent on the D. You in
3: know, this room full of, of journalists, we will not. They will not trademark the D. The, the. No, they will not trademark <laughs> no, the.
1: Uh, I think it's actually a word. You know uh, that uh, you can't trademark, but we shall see.
4: Yeah, we've def- – over here at Alabama, we definitely have better things to do than trying to trademark um, articles. So we're not going to do that, but I guess I do have to go with the o- not Ohio State. As annoying as they are, i going to go have- give it to them. They have a good football program. The shade, trademark yeah.
2: articles. I love it
4: so yeah.
1: much. That was good. I'm, I'm going with Ohio State, and I, I don't think it's going to be close, but I would love to see an upset. I will say that, just because sure. Kiffin would just be uh, wonderful if right. he wins that game. I, I can't imagine what the press conference would be. <laughs> Twitter's <laughs> going to be popping when he... <laughs> Always looking yeah. at this stuff journalistically, <laughs> like, what say, would be great, Park journalistically? Plus the entertainment value. Yeah, that, you know. yeah. So, anyway, I hope I'm wrong, but I'm I'm going to, you know, Ohio State's uh, going to win the game. We're going to sco- skip over uh, Duke-Bama, which is at 2.30 uh, today, but... Uh, uh, South Carolina uh, versus UNC. What do y'all think?
2: I have a beef to pick with South Carolina. I used to teach there, and Ooh. it seems like every time I pick them, they burn me. It's like mm. every time. But I'm doing yeah. it one more time. I'm going with South Carolina. This is their chance to not let me down. Yeah,
4: All this right. is definitely another basketball school situation where <laughs> I think UNC just... You know we we have got football covered. You know don't worry. South Carolina amazing journalism program. Very great journalism program. Very very good to high school journalism programs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna have to go with them.
3: I'm going with USC. Uh, I think we talked about it earlier, but Mac Brown uh, in his first year at UNC, but the 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 um, Gamecocks I think are a little more stable, and then in in, in uh, Will Muschamp's uh, fourth year I believe mm-hmm. so.
1: Yeah, I, I think uh, I'm going with the Gamecocks too, and I'm a little worried about Bama at South Carolina this year. Tell you the truth, that's we'll talk about that in a few weeks. But uh, uh, yeah, I think South Carolina's going to win this one. So uh, we got another game, a Big Ten game coming up. Oh no, not a big. We got no. the Big Ten versus the Pac-12 coming up.
2: Northwestern Wildcats at Stanford hurdles. Um, yeah, I, I'm the I think I'm the odd man out. I'm not sure about Andrew. I picked Northwestern. Because I like purple. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right, all right. Ah. That's what you want the woman to say. Um, no, that was ten-year-old Meredith. No, um, some mar- I've noticed some models have the Cardinals winning straight up, but I think it's going to be closer than you think. Um, Northwestern is going to get a great. I think should get a great performance from quarterback Hunter Johnson.
0: There we go.
2: Um, he sat out last year. This is his debut. I think yes. Um, he was one of the top-rated quarterbacks in 2017 when he signed with Clemson, and. Um, now Trevor Lawrence uh, has you know, firm command of that job. Yeah, so Who yeah. my daughter loves, by the way. I'm going to embarrass her. <laughs> there, we,
3: there we go. There we
2: go. Trevor kind of Lawrence. But I just have this. I just. I'm going with Northwestern. I think they can do it. I think they can pull it up. I'm going
3: with Cardinal. Um, yeah. Yep. I think Pat Fitzgerald and his bunch are not not going to be good enough to take down the Cardinal this year.
1: So. Yep. Yep. I'm. Yep. Savannah.
4: Um. Honestly, I kind of want to get into grad school, so I'm going to say Northwestern. Yeah, we're <laughs> we <go. laughs> I mean, journalism. A really, school. Yeah, yeah,
1: really good, Yeah, we're really just picking school.
4: straight, you know, really good journalism schools this week.
1: All right, I'm going with a tree. I'm going with Stanford. Uh, you know, they got it out there at home, and uh, uh, I think they got uh, they'll have another really solid program. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick them, and but it'll be an interesting game. This is one of the better games probably uh, of the day. So. Uh, next we have Virginia Tech at Boston College.
3: Uh, Mark, what do you think about this game?
1: I'm going with Boston College and because I, Virginia Tech kind of lost me last year. You yep. know they, they struggled they, last they year. They did. They really struggled. I normally would pick Virginia Tech in this game. I don't know that they've got their act together yet again. And uh, Boston College can be tough at home. Uh, I don't know a lot about BC's team this year, but I uh, I think uh, I think they won this one Here's
3: all. what I do know about BC's team. They're a bunch of guys being dudes. Yeah. According to their <laughs> coach do. Steve Adasi, yeah, so we're Yeah. A bunch of guys. Bunch of guys. A- That's right. A-
2: running back AJ Dillon. I don't know yeah. if you remember when he was coming out of high school. He was just this be- fierce behemoth, you know? Like he had he had a down season last season by his own standards and he rushed for what do I have? 15, 1589. That's his yardage. That's a big He's number. Down. That's a big <laughs> number. That was his yeah. down. Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to complain in the ACC if he just declares for the NFL draft after the season and gets the hay out of there. <laughs> okay. um, right. I picked... Virginia Tech, but I was so torn. I was so it's torn a tough. This, this is
3: actually a really tough pick. It was really, yeah. really tough. I'm going with, with Boston College as well. Mark, you, you changed my mind. So oh, good. That was good. a true toss-up right. for me, but I'm going BC. Just when I think of that, that Vine of Steve Adazio saying, guys being dudes, I always want. Yeah. I Boston College. <laughs> yeah. Shout-out to Vine. Bring it back. Yeah, no doubt.
4: Shout-out to Vine indeed. Definitely please bring it back. TikTok just isn't cutting it and nowadays. It's not. Oh. It's not oh. cutting it's not, it. It's um, And... I mean, I just did Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Mo right here really quickly, and I'm also going to go with Boston College. So Ooh. there's nothing better than guys being dudes. So right. let's just see if that happens. All yeah. right.
3: At 6 p.m. we have Boise State versus Florida State. This is kind of one of the trickier picks. If this were 2012, I think we'd be a lot more excited about choosing this game. But – uh Meredith, what are your thoughts on this game?
2: I think Florida State, mostly because I'm afraid of my friend Carla Jean Whitley, another journalist who went to Florida <laughs> State and will have my head, but that's not all of it. I, I actually originally had not didn't want to pick them, but the weather, you know, the uh, Hurricane Dorian made me change to Florida State. Um, both the Seminoles and the Broncos have a recent history with weather affecting games. Boise State's last contest, um, the first responder bowl against Boston College in December was canceled during the first quarter, wow. and in 2017 yeah. the um, – Seminoles wound up with a three-week break after opening against us because of Hurricane Irma slamming into the Panhandle. Yeah. So, and they can't move the game to Tallahassee. That's not an option. But I'm going to pick Florida State because they're used to being down there.
1: Right. Got gotcha. you. Yeah. I'm going. I'm, I'm going. You know, with Boise State, just because uh, I don't know. I think uh, Chris Peterson's not there anymore. Right. But <laughs> I still think they're a decent football team, and I, I think uh, I'm not. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. Florida State may start. I'm going Florida. with Florida State. All right. I don't
4: know. I think I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, Boise State. This is the first uh, pick that's actually on the Crimson White Pick'ems, and I don't see many blue and orange bees on here, so <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and ruffle, rustle some feathers. All
1: right, you yeah. go. All right, hey, we uh, we better roll through this quickly. We got uh, in this segment. We got uh, the big one, the big game uh, of this weekend, probably mm-hmm. Oregon and Auburn. Uh, you know, out in uh, Arlington, Texas, yeah. at the Jerry Jerry's World. The wheels
3: on the bus- Gus Bus go round and <laughs> round. Yeah, <laughs> right. and I am reluctantly picking Auburn. Right. So I oh, hope that one okay. doesn't yeah. bite right. me. Yeah. Which the whole uh, Crimson White squad, except for James Ogletree, the editor, which the leader yeah. of the crew, I guess, picked Oregon. But. All
4: right. It's tradition for the uh, CW editor to probably have the worst record okay, by the end of the go. season for Pick'ems. Yeah. But um, despite that, I've got to go with my mama, Miss Trixie. Shout out to you who may be listening because you have to also. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and pick Auburn. She's a big Auburn fan, so go. I'm going to give that one to her. Yeah, I usually pick Auburn, especially when they're not playing
2: us. I'm an all SEC all the time kind of gal, but I'm going with the Ducks, as I said earlier. Ooh, their fans I'm are a little bit rabid up there, and I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm sticking you got, with. Caught them.
1: the fever up there. I did. Huh? I'm with you. I'm going Duck all the way with the Ducks, and uh, this may be wishful thinking. I shouldn't pick against. I, I shouldn't pull against Auburn, no, you but shouldn't. hey, come
3: on. Uh, uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm
1: going with the Ducks.
3: The bloodbath that Georgia and Vanderbilt. Oh, I'm sorry. What? Right. What, <laughs> yeah. what do y'all? Who do y'all have for Georgia and Vanderbilt? <laughs>
4: yeah, Georgia. Enough said, Georgia. Yeah. The dogs. Yeah, really nothing else we said about that. They'll do fine.
1: Dogs all the way. Yeah, they better and, bring their flotation uh, devices because they'll yeah, be in deep water there, Dogs huh? all the way. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Georgia Southern at LSU, who you got?
4: I got to respect LSU and the SEC. They've got a great, great program. Love them. All right. They, honestly, I'm not going to lie to you guys, the worst fans in all of college football, but you got to go with LSU. They're just going to kill it, and I believe it.
1: I'm picking the Tigers. Yep, Tigers for me too. And uh, Also, the next one, uh, Virginia, or no, Missouri at Wyoming. This is kind of a tough pick. Who you got? Missouri. Same.
2: Give me into Tigers grad school, back Missouri.
1: Missouri. Go Tigers. <laughs> yeah. Go Tigers. Virginia, let's get into grad school. Virginia Pittsburgh. Oh, I got
4: Pittsburgh on this one. They face a tough co- conference opponent here. Close game, though. I'm going to give it to Virginia. That's where sports editor James Oglethorpe is from. We'll let him have it. All
1: right. I'm doing uh, Virginia as well. Hey, let's take a short break. We're going to be back with a couple other picks, and then we're talking about uh, Bama Duke. You're listening to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Hi, this is Eli Gold, the voice of the Crimson Tide, and I love 90.7 The Capstone. back to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone, where well, we got uh, a couple of other picks around the nation and then we're going to talk about Bama duke so uh, who have you all got Fresno State at USC?
4: I think I'm going to have to go with USC on this one, um, not to keep saying get me into grad school but they also do have a really <laughs> good football program. I'm going to go
2: with USC as well, I was just on their campus and uh, I already like that program but for this and uh, definitely USC.
3: I'm going with the Trojans as well, uh, Helton is on the hot seat. But he will not be on the hot seat because of Fresno State.
1: Right, I agree. Fresno State had a really good year last year. They got a good offense, uh, but uh, USC should be—you uh, know—they should be strong enough to win at home there. Uh, okay, Houston and Oklahoma. This is going to get interesting.
2: Yeah, I've got Oklahoma. Um, well, and we don't have a lot of time, but I'll just—I'll just—I feel strongly they're going to—they're going to do fine uh, yeah. today.
3: Yeah, I. Oklahoma. Excuse me. Tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a, it's Sunday. I mean, yeah, Sunday, yeah. Days are getting mixed up. I know. You know we're just <laughs> lost in college football, football talk. Football for days. Uh, yeah. I'm going with, uh, yeah, I think Jalen Hurts is going to show why he's a Heisman front runner early and often this year, and uh, they're going to be Houston.
4: I miss seeing Jalen in the halls. I lie. Oh. Sad, isn't it? It is sad. Yeah, I've got to get to this seniors. Love you, Tua. <laughs> We do love you, Tua, but, you know, got a soft spot in my heart for Jalen. He's a really good dude, and I think he's going to do really great as starter over there.
1: Yeah, I'm going uh, with Sooners as well, and uh, you know, Houston. Uh, uh, I don't know. I think the coach had a couple of uh, words to say about Oklahoma this week, which probably lit, a, lit gave him some blackboard uh, material there, but uh, bulletin board material. But uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I think uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But it should be the Sooners. Notre Dame at Louisville on Monday night.
2: I got Notre Dame. They're, a, in my mind, they're just one of those old school powerhouses. I have a hard time picking against them normally, normally. Um, and definitely today is no exception. I'm going Notre Dame.
3: I would love to pick against Notre Dame, but Louisville is going to be bad. Yeah. Yes. Uh, they're going to be really bad. Yeah.
4: I love some good old-fashioned peer pressure, so let's go with Notre Dame. Yeah, there
1: you go. <laughs> all right, all right. Yep, Fighting Irish all the way, all the way. I think they'll wipe them out Uh and Louisville, yeah, Louisville just fell completely apart last year. Uh, so we'll see if they've been able to put that puzzle back together. Okay, we got Bama and Duke at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium at two-thirty this afternoon.
3: Before we, I guess, before we get into our pick, we, we got to talk about the the Bama depth chart, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Mosley, uh, the the defensive captain, he obviously tore his ACL this week, which has been a really really tough. Um, it, it's it, like I said. It's been a tough week for Bama fans. I haven't been on the message boards, but I'm sure they are firing off.
1: Um, I need to check Vol Nation. Yeah, what, yeah wonder what ball, I wonder what Vol Quest. Vol Quest. What they're saying <laughs> yeah. about Bama. Yeah, uh, they love
3: Bama over there. Yeah. So what are y'all? Yeah. What are, are you <laughs> thoughts quite. on uh, the Bama depth chart and how, how we're feeling going into the the Duke game and really the season in general?
2: I like what Michael Casagrande, of acquaintance over at dot a WKU
3: grad. Yeah. By the way, is he real? Yeah.
2: I didn't know that he. He wrote, they were thin, then went on a diet yeah. um, when we're having these troubles yeah. that we're having now. And I loved that so much. Yeah. I thought that was dead on. My brother, also Bama grad, big Bama fan, we were in the middle of a really important conversation when the notifications came up about Dylan Moses and the ACL. And I, he's like, wait, this can wait. Let's talk about the injury.
0: Right,
4: <laughs> right. That's right. how important it is. Yeah. yeah, I can't really remember a time, at least in my college career, where I feel like a lot of Bama fans may be a little unsure about you know how it's going to go usually we just exude this confidence that's just unwavering and I think a lot of people are just a little worried Dylan Moses is an absolute powerhouse just a total beast of a football player mm-hmm. and it's extremely sad to hear about his ACL and not being out and then you know say that you know, he get, goes into the draft next year you know we may not see him in Brian Denny again so it's a weird thing to think about but I mean I think we just have to have hope and you know keep on moving and right. pray that they can kind of pick it up
3: and i think mm-hmm. that this is cliche to say but you can't you can't speed up experience so mm-hmm. I, the you know um, the, the the freshman linebacker that's going to start. Yeah,
2: we're going to have two starting linebackers, right? right? Two two freshmen
3: freshmen? Freshmen? right. Starting linebackers. So name. I mean, yeah. Shane Lee is that his name? Yeah, yeah. So Shane Lee, he I'm sure he's a stud. I don't know much about him, like Meredith said, I'm not on their recruiting boards <laughs> much, but I'm sure he's a fantastic player and physically ready. But you can't speed up experience. And uh, with, what Mosley was was he would call out formations, and he really was really getting people. Um, into place, and so I think that's that's where you're really going to miss it, and you're going to miss that more against Georgia and Auburn and Clemson oh, yeah. if they yeah. get in the playoffs right. than you are against the, you know New Mexico State and Duke. The, so yeah, yeah. Um, the the good thing is is the, those guys will have time to get gain experience, but you just can't. You know, you can't speed up and, and, and get the national championship experience I'm right away. Praising right. praising
2: Jesus for that Duke game. You know what I mean? That's right. Like, no, like, you're, you're right. right. And New Mexico State.
1: Yeah, and then Ole Miss coming Religion in. Religion and know.
2: football colliding with me today.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, you know, Bama's offense is going to, because the defense is uh, hurting, and uh, Bama's offense is going to have to outscore them. I know there's some suspensions. In the beginning of the new game, uh, you know, the first half, right? And I don't think Coach Saban's actually, you know, he's not going into the details on that. Uh, But uh, it shouldn't hurt Bama. Um, And, you know, but I think with uh, uh, Devontae Smith and uh, – was, I think Devontae was one of the ones, is that right, submitted, mm-hmm. that? and also uh, the two years. running backs with oh, Najee Harris and Brian Robinson. So that's a lot of your offense, but they got a lot more. <laughs> so they're going to score points. So let's talk about the game. What's uh, what's a prediction? I think we're all picking Bama in this game. What's I mean, absolutely. Score? That's why I'm betting it's tide. Oh, man, I hadn't
2: even
3: thought of it. Yeah, I think awesome. I've got a, a 42-21 no field goals. Oh, that's 40, uh, 40. You're close
2: to, I was going to say 42 14. There
1: that's
3: you go. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, Cutcliffe's offense is, they're going to score three touchdowns.
1: All right. I'm, I'm going 52 to 10. I think, yeah, they do. Whoa. Cutcliffe does have an offense, and you're probably right. But I believe, and Bama's defense is hurting. But I believe that, uh, uh, I don't know, I'm just not sold on this year's Duke team. Although he's got a lot of speed on that team. Cutcliffe talked about it the other day. That's right. Uh, but I'm going, you know, 52 to Daniel Jones to 10. isn't walking through that door, though. so no, may, Maybe 52 to 14, um, but something along those lines. I don't know.
4: I'm not going to lie. I haven't even thought about a score. So just speaking in qualitative terms, I think it's going to be a lot to not a lot, but Love not it. none. So I think Duke will get some, but Alabama but will get like so them. much more. Uh, there we go. Yeah. So I think we'll be all right.
1: That may be the best score prediction That's I've really good. Yeah. A lot to not a lot, but
4: Wait, not none. But not none. That's mm-hmm.
1: but not none.
2: Yeah. Terribly, um, you know. Really paints a picture, for sure.
1: Honestly, yeah. hopefully <laughs>
4: vague enough to just be right no matter what. Sure.
1: Yeah, and sure. then uh hey, and Tua, you know, we're gonna see, we're gonna see how he starts off. He's a leading Heisman candidate along with the Clemson quarterback and, and with uh, Jalen. And
2: this is the most excited uh, I've ever been to watch an Oklahoma game. Yeah, <laughs> right? you know, like, you I'm not me too. Usually you're dreading them, right? Sure, I'm, I'm happy like about
1: the, this. I like the fact I can pull for them. You know, I have never liked <laughs> Oklahoma much. Got a soft Yeah, something new. I love Kristen.
2: She's you know, one of my faves. Yeah. That, you know, interjection of the woman into you. Yeah, <laughs> Shout out to them. Savannah, thank you so much for being with us today. I've had fun. Thank I you so much for having you. me. Absolutely. And y'all, Andrew and Mark, thank, thank you for inviting me to do this. It's been great. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks for being here. This is going to be a good season.
2: Thanks for listening to Skybox on 90.7 to Capstone. See you next time.
1: Roll tide. Roll tide. Roll tide. Roll tide.